our services um, are, I, I realize, a little bit longer right now, but gosh, we only have one service a week, and it's a, it, it, you know, it's hard to try to squeeze everything that we, we feel that we need to get in just one service, but you know, it's not, you know, we, we still got a little ways to go, but we're going to be back home, hallelujah, for long, hallelujah, it's coming, it's coming together, amen, it's coming together, hallelujah, glory to God, praise the Lord, and we'll have to wind up, when we get that facility built within a year, having to, to sell it and get something bigger somewhere, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Because I see what God's doing. I, I don't expect Him to do any less. I'm expecting Him to do more. Hallelujah. Amen. We're going to get into something today that uh, I, don't, uh, I don't like talking about. Because, number one, I don't like to be perceived as a, as a prophet of doom. Because I, I'm not a prophet of doom. I believe those that are in the body of Christ does not have anything to worry about. Uh, in fear. But if you're not sold out to Jesus, uh, it's going to be a little bit different for you. And uh, and I don't claim I don't claim to uh, to be uh, you know uh, every uh, I don't know how to, how to say it. I, I I'm not claiming to know it all in the, in the prophetic realm and. Uh, and the end time messages and all of that, and uh, I will not claim that uh, that I know it all, but uh, I have uh, I have studied uh, end time prophecy for at least forty years, and uh, uh, no matter what you study over that length of time, you got to pick up a little bit about it anyway. Uh, and uh, and I always felt like God has given me some direction um, in this, and. Uh, uh, we are living in some very troublesome times. And the reason why I'm going to bring to you today, and I'm going to try to try my best just to kind of slow down and kind of kind of go through this because I want everybody to grasp a hold of this. I want you to know that it's not going to continue like it is right now forever. There's a change coming. And the change is coming quicker than what you think. Hallelujah. And I'm going to go to the book of Daniel, chapter 12. We're going to read verses 1 through 4 as our opening scripture today. I don't know how far we will get. I will not try to rush the Word or rush, rush the Spirit. If, if time runs out, we know we have to be out here by a certain time because Brother DJ's church, their choir comes in at a certain time for practice. And, uh, but we're not going to try to uh, cut corners and we'll just stop when we have to stop and the Lord, the Lord tells us to stop and we'll just pick up from that point a little bit later. Daniel chapter 12, verses 1 through 4. And at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people, and there should be a time of trouble, such as never was since there was a nation, even to that same time. And at that time, thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall be found written in the book. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn away many to the righteousness as the stars forever and ever. But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book, even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. Let us pray. Lord, as we come today, Lord, we stand before you in your presence right now with your holy book opened up. And I'm asking right now, Lord, for, that for you to anoint me, that I might speak forth the words that you have placed in my heart. 
that we may be made more aware of the day and hour in which we live to let us know, Lord, that now is the time to get right. Now is the time to get real or we're going to be left. I'm asking you, God, to open up the heart of every man, woman, boy, and girl under the sound of my voice right now to let everybody to receive what thus saith the word. In Jesus' name, let everybody say, Amen. You can be seated. Hallelujah. I want to speak to you on a subject titled today, The Ensuing Time of Trouble. The Ensuing Time of Trouble. The prophet Daniel foresaw and said there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even to the same time. The Word of God foretells of a coming global crisis which would hit right before the rapture and resurrection that would be unparalleled in recorded history. There will be economic upheaval and social unrest such as the world has never seen. Let me stop before I go any further because I'm, right now I'm laying a foundation. I think everybody has been around long enough you realize, let me, let me tell you that God has given me this word strongly today and I I hope everyone will just listen and let let the Spirit of God speak to you through uh, what the Lord has given us. But the Word has said that right before right before the rapture and the resurrection there's going to be an unparalleled chaos. Economic upheaval Social unrest like the world has never seen. And the domino effect has already begun with no way to arrest the fallen chain. I seen on television one time this guy who had a room about as big as this, no chairs or anything in it. And this man, it took him six or seven days. He filled up that room with all kind of whirls and designs of dominoes. It was amazing. There were thousands of them. And he spent days setting all of those dominoes up. And once he got them all set up and they got the cameras rolling, he went back to the beginning and he did one little flick. And with that one little flick, things began to take off. I mean, it was amazing as watching all those things gone. And once it was put into action, although it took days upon days to get it all set up, within a matter of seconds, it was all over with. And I'm here to tell you today that God spoke to me in my heart to let you know this, that this time of trouble, this ensuing time of trouble that the Bible has been predicted for centuries, the first flick of the domino has already started. The domino effect has already begun, and there's no way to arrest it or to stop it until it ends. The light at the end of the tunnel is the return of our Lord and Savior to rapture His church and deliver His saints from the fate that awaits an ever-increasing godless world. But listen to me close. Even the church, especially those who have known all the comforts of the American lifestyle, even the church will experience the fallout 
that is soon to hit from the toppling of American status as a global superpower. It's like throwing a stone into a pond, the ripple effect. The time is short. What we have sown as a nation, we're soon are going to reap. Judgment is coming, and there will be no place to hide from the wrath of an all-seeing, all-knowing God. We must prepare to brace ourselves for a shock wave that will circle the globe, which will issue in the 70th week of Daniel's prophecy, which we know as the time of Jacob's trouble or the seven-year tribulation of woe. The ensuing time of trouble. Oh. And I really believe that this trouble is going to be felt more in the United States of America than anywhere else in the world. The reason being, this nation, and especially this generation, does not know what it is to be in want and to be in need. People who say that they are broke... They tell lies because people who say they're broke, when you let people in the world from third world nations come over and see us who are really broke, amen, it tells a whole different story. Brother Petey has been to some of these countries like Haiti and some of them. We don't know what suffering's about. I know we talk the talk, but we don't walk the walk. You don't know what suffering's about, but you are going to know. And God is trying to let His church understand something. There's a reason why the revival fire is breaking out across the world. It's easier now to have church than it's been in the some 40 years that I've been preaching. Hallelujah. I mean, if you can just get a couple of people together that's willing to worship God, the Holy Ghost falls easier today than I've never, never known it. But there's a reason for it. God is trying to get His people to get a grasp of what's coming, that we can be prepared, that we can be ready. Because it's not going to continue in the future as it's been in the past. There's two things that I want to try to get to and bring out today. I want to start off by talking about America's house of cards. Hallelujah. You ever, there might be somebody here, I don't know, who's ever taken cards and stacked them up and made a house of cards. See how far you can get to something happens. I never could get very far. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, I want to talk about America's house of cards. I want to, I want to go first to Matthew chapter 7. And I want to read verse 26 and 27. And I want to talk to you a little bit about this. Matthew 7, 26 through 27. Jesus says, And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not. That's the key. Doeth them not. Being a hearer of the word, but not a doer. And what happens if you hear the word and, and not a doer? You deceive your own self. 
Everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened to a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. What we have accomplished in America from the time of the revolution until now has got to be the greatest miracle achieved by any nation in any time. When you stop and look back over our past and see what we've been able to do and how far we've been able to go in such a little time, America is still a baby, a child of a nation. My Lord, there are, listen folks, there are buildings in Europe that's older than what this country is. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's, it, it's one of the greatest miracles that's ever took place. The only way that it could have ever been achieved is by the hand of an omniscient, sovereign God guiding and leading the affairs of our founding fathers. God had to be behind the whole ball of wax. Hallelujah. Man did not accomplish what we got here right now. Hallelujah. It was the hand of Almighty God. It was providence. It was divine sovereign will that brought about the America as we know it. After World War II, an economic boom hit the nation with an unprecedented force propelling the nation to be the industrial and economic superpower of the world. Now, I have always been uh, a nut over history. I love history. And believe me, I've studied it. I've read it. And ever since the close of World War II, especially in American history, this nation has excelled at unprecedented force, propelling us in industrial and economic power that literally we've taken the world. Now listen to me close. And I'm, I'm, I'm still just laying a foundation right now. I'm not even really getting into preaching yet. I believe that the blessings of God fell on this nation primarily because of our effort to defeat Hitler, which kept the Jews from being completely annihilated from the face of the earth. If Hitler had not been stopped, and his war machine that literally burned across Europe with over six million Jews slaughtered in the gas chambers of the concentration camps, if it hadn't been stopped, if Hitler hadn't been tucked down, there wouldn't have been a Jew left. And I believe that the reason why after World War II this country was blessed beyond means economically and socially and industrially it's because of the effort that this nation put and helped defeating that ungodly man and saving the Jewish people. It's not because God just loves us more than anybody else. That's fully. There's a reason why we've been blessed. And then in 1948... On May the 14th, at midnight to be exact, when Israel rose from the graveyard according to Ezekiel. Now, 
I know down through the years, many a Pentecostal preacher, including the one you're looking at, especially when you go in revival, likes like to get in Ezekiel and talk about the valley dry bones and how them valley dry bones and all these dry churches everywhere. But that ain't got nothing to do with dryness in the Spirit. It was speaking of prophecy of the house of Israel that was going to come out of the graveyard of rubble and be brought back to life again. fulfilled in 1948 when Israel was declared a nation America look at your neighbor and say it was us America was the first nation to stand up and declare Israel's right to exist and to be back in our homeland as a sovereign nation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Harry Truman, as soon as he heard and he got the phone call that the government has been formed in Israel. And for the first time in 2,000 years, Israel exists again. President Truman sent out a message stating the United States will stand behind Israel and support her right to our homeland and to exist. People came against him on the right and on the left. From the State Department of this country to the UN, they began to lambast him. Amen. And they did everything against him. Amen. Because he did not come to them first. That he did not go to the UN and talk to them about that. Because even back then, that UN wanted to, to assure that the Palestinians would have a state right along beside Israel. Hallelujah. But thank God there was a president in office at the time that took a stand. And because of that, you and me today is still reaping the benefits. Because God will bless everybody that blesses Israel. And He will curse everybody who curses Israel. Hallelujah. So I'm going to burst your bubble if you think that you've been blessed as an American simply because God just loves us so much. The key to our blessings has been because we've stood behind Israel. Hallelujah. The blessings begin to come. The economic boom, it was unprecedented. I mean, inventions were coming right and left. I mean, all. Oh, it was something. It was something to see. But any time, listen to me close, any time the blessings of God come in such a way as it did with us, the tendency for arrogance and pride against the very God who gave the blessing was quickly to follow. It hardly ever fails. People begin to get righteous and seek God. And anytime people get righteous and seek God, God is going to bless them. He's going to bless them beyond measure. He's going to pour their blessings out. But then the devil allows those blessings to be used to work against us, to turn us against the very one who blesses us, taking us back to the place we was before the blessing. Hallelujah. 
if you didn't have pain, if you didn't have suffering, if you didn't have problems in your life, I, I don't know if you wouldn't, if you didn't have to worry about a husband or a wife or a child coming down with a stroke or a heart attack or a cancer sometime, amen, unawares, amen, and all stuff you find yourself in a hospital room with your head in your hands crying, oh God, why me, why me, why now? Hallelujah. I'm here to tell you why. I'm giving you the answer why. Because if you didn't have the troubles in life, you'd forget God all the time. Because we do it. We proved it time and time again. When we, oh God, let us hear what you're saying. Everybody gets off their knees and becomes lax and lazy when everything's going good. So when you look at it that way, the next time trouble hits your, hits, your, hits your house, instead of trying to blame God, the pastor and the church, and everybody else look in the mirror. Because if you'll be honest with yourself, you'll have to say, God, I've been lazy. I've been laxed. Hallelujah. From the 1960s, here we are, I told you about what happened in 48. What happened at the close of World War II? How America, God blessed America because we saved the Jews from annihilation. And then in 1948, when Israel became a nation, fulfilling the biggest Bible prophecy there ever was, the American president stood up and stood out against the UN and everybody else and saying, America's going to stand behind Israel. Here comes the blessings. Here comes, here comes the many jobs, the finances, everybody being blessed. But then, in the 1960s, from the 1960s on, we have been wandering, wandering from the path of God to walk down our own path of greed, insolence, and pride. Hallelujah. This thing didn't happen overnight. It didn't change overnight. It changed before some of you that are here right now was even born. Hallelujah. You didn't know it, but you came into a world. You, came, you was born into a world that was already on a downgrade slope. Hallelujah. You see, we have been building a house of cards by our own design which sooner or later is doomed to crumble and fall. And the higher, listen to me, the higher the ascent, the more devastating the fall. Oh, God. The higher that you climbed before you fall, the higher the ascent, the more devastating will be the fall. Jesus says, Everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not, he shall be like a foolish man built his house upon the sand. And the rains descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've been blessed, ordained by God for a purpose. But going back from the 60s up to this present time, no nation on the world has heard the Word of God delivered to it like America. Hallelujah. You cannot find it nowhere else around the world like you find it here. We have been known as a Christian nation, as a godly nation, a blessed nation. But let me ask you a question right here and right now. Do you think that God will allow it to continue when in 1948 the president that we had stood up and declared to the world that we back Israel's right to exist? But now... 
the president that we have goes around the world and bows a president of the United States bowing to some of these jokers. Amen. And humbling America and humbling himself and telling the world that America is not a Christian nation no more. It's a nation of Muslims and all Christians and all the, oh God, did you understand? We're going down. We're going down. We're going down. It's a domino effect. Oh, God. America, we've heard the word of the Lord. But like Jesus talked about the foolish man, we have become a foolish nation. We have built a house on the sand, a house of cards, because we've heard the word of the Lord but we're not doing them. We're not following it. We have heard it, but we don't keep it. We are here, but we're not a doer. We are, folks. We are headed down a path of destruction. We are looking at that ensuing day of trouble. It's hot on our trail. It's breathing down our neck. Hallelujah. Everywhere we turn, everywhere we go, yeah, there are times that it looks like things is improving, but just as soon as it improves, every time we go one step, something hits, and we're not two steps back. Hallelujah. It's hot on our trail. America's house of cards is soon to crash down. I want to talk about briefly the political unrest in the nations. Hallelujah. I want to, let's go back to Genesis chapter 6, verse 11 and 12. If you would put that up on the screen, let's read Genesis 6, 11 and 12. I want you to notice something. He said in Genesis, the earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with what? Violence. And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, and all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. That's the way it was in Noah's day, before God wiped them out. The earth was filled with violence. Now look to Matthew 24 and 37. Let him put that up. But as the days of Noah were, so also will be the coming of the Son of Man. You have been keeping yourself in a closet or a box somewhere if you haven't heard about all the protest that's been going on just in the last two or three weeks. The Middle East protest. Libya. I got this. I just got this off the newsreel this morning. It's You know, we heard about Egypt. Let me just say this, Egypt and and what all what and you know it's it's amazing to me how our state-run news media hallelujah they look what's going on in Egypt and that's, they're 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 announcing oh man that's great these people standing up for democracy they're they're toppling this this dictator yeah. You got a dictator gone, but you got a group of thugs taking over. Hallelujah. The Muslim Brotherhood don't have your good in mind and Israel's good in mind for sure. 
I will not lengthen on them. But we watched it then. But there again, after what happened in Egypt, it was like a domino effect. Other, and they all are Arab-backed and based nations. Libya, at least now 200 are dead in Libya as protesters come under renewed fire. They're trying to topple Gaddafi now. Oh, he's been a bad one. We've, we've had some run-ins with this man. America has more, more than one occasion. But there's turmoil. Follow me. There is turmoil. Hallelujah. Coming around the world, the political unrest of nations. Morocco, thousands march in cities of Rabat and Casablanca. Casablanca. Play it again, Sam. Yeah, Sam ain't playing in Casablanca now. Because thousands are marching. Bahrain, Pearl Square takes on a carnival field as armies pull back. Tunisia, renewed clashes and amid protests against interim government. Yemen, Yemen's embattled president. Now, the president of Yemen, their embattled president on Sunday, this is Sunday, is it not, sought a way out of the political crisis gripping his impoverished Arab nation. You may think this is just happenstance. You may just think it's coincidence because this is happening now. But it's neither. Listen, every one of these dictators, there's been attempts to try to bring them down in the past. Nobody and no government has been able to topple them. But now they're being toppled one by one. And they're all the Muslim-based nations. There's a reason for the unrest and the turmoil. There's a stage being set. There will be a replacement for all these dictators because, let me tell you something, the Antichrist can't rule the world when there's a lot of little guys wanting to be a dictator. These guys that's been wanting to keep power and control, they've got to be knocked out of the way first before the man of sin and his system can take over. It's not just coincidence, it's all happening now. There's going to be such unrest and so much turmoil, especially against the land of Israel, that's going to lead up to one man standing up, ruling them all and taking them all, and signing a treaty with Israel that will be for seven years in duration. Hallelujah. All this stuff is coming together right now for a reason, along with everything else that we've been seeing, the tsunamis, the earthquakes. It's all coming together right here and right now for a reason because the ensuing time of trouble is at our front doorstep. It's at our front doorstep. It's here. It's, it's right here on us. And the church... It's got to get busy. The church has got to start being the church. There's even protests going on in America. Madison, Wisconsin. Thousands of protesters are gathering in the Wisconsin Council before a noon rally expected to attract thousands of, of opponents of the governor. Of Scott Walker's plan to eliminate most collective bargain rights of public employees. Protesters have been at the Capitol for six days Nearly 70,000 turned out for Saturday's rallies for and against the bill. More than a dozen schools shut down throughout north-central Wisconsin Friday 
Many teachers joined forces to carry Van to the state capitol. Hallelujah. It's all happening, coming together at the same time because I believe, I believe that this time of trouble foretold by the, by the by prophet Daniel so long ago is right here upon us. Now, I'm going to close by giving you this, and I'm, I'm going to stop at this point after I get into this last this part here. Folks, I've told you about what we went through as a nation and how we've been blessed and all and all the things that's been going on. But there has been a constant rumbling underneath. This is what God stirred my heart with very early this morning. Hallelujah. The Bible talks about peace be taken from the earth and the violence covering the land. Violence was one of the things that was going on with Noah. He said like it was with Noah's soul being in the day of the Son of Man. The Bible talks about time where there will be killing and death, people uh, uh, taking one another's life at an unprecedented uh, rate. And it's even, it's even going to get a hit here in this country. It's coming. And I believe that God spoke in my spirit and gave me something and revealed to me how it's going to turn things around. He said there would be a time of trouble such as there never was such a nation up until that present time. It's going to be global. It's going to be worldwide. Things has got to happen, folks, that get so bad that it make people everywhere wanting it to stop so bad and to get some kind of civility back in the world again that they'll be willing to vote in the devil himself as the king of the world. They'll be willing to do it. The American dollar, hallelujah, the American dollar has been for decades the major world currency. Everything has been based on the American dollar. But there's going to be a time coming, and I believe it's going to be in the near future, that the American dollar will soon die as the major world currency, which will bring financial collapse and chaos even to this country. When food and gas prices go through the roof, there will be bloodshed in the streets of America. People who have never known want will be consumed by anarchy, and freedom as we know it will only be a part of history. We've had it all. We've experienced it. We get it and we buy it whether we need it or not. We become greedy and selfish. We don't go to the house of God and support God's house like we should because we got to have that next new car or we got to have all of these gadgets that's coming up right and left. We got to keep up with the Joneses. Amen. We got to have, got to have, got to have. And the devil's been sitting on our shoulder lying to 
was saying, you can't, get, you can't live without this. You can't live without this. But God is going to start pulling things away, and he's going to let you know exactly what you can live without. Now, the people has been honoring God all along with the first fruits of their substance and putting God first in their life. God's going God's to take care of them. Hallelujah. But I'm going to tell you some folks, there's going to be chaos in the streets of America. Now, back in, in, in uh, when the stock market crashed and the Depression hit back in my daddy's day, long before my time, Yet I sit, I grew up being told stories over and over and over again of what all happened and what took place. I mean, it's like the people in that day and age just couldn't ever get it out of their mind. My God, my daddy told me many, many times how that he rented a one-room apartment from somebody in West in South Nashville for just uh, for just five dollars a month, and he couldn't pay that. He told me of sleeping in the ditches uh, next to houses that had some lights shining because he was scared of the dark. Eating meal gravy three times a day. I can tell you a whole lot of stuff, but time won't, won't permit it. Some of you know what I'm talking about. But this generation... This generation of people, they don't have the slightest idea of what hard times is really all about. They don't have the slightest. They don't. They can't. They can't begin. Matter of fact, they. I've heard. I've heard teenagers laugh about their uh, their daddies or their granddaddies because some of the st- stories that they tell. I've, when I drive in a school bus, you can hear some of them. Uh, you can hear, hear some of them talk, you know, back behind me, everything, and they they laugh at Granddaddy's stories. Oh yeah, Granddaddy said back when he went to school, he didn't have one of these yellow school buses to drive. He had to walk 15 miles one way through the snow and all this kind of stuff. And yeah, 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 yeah. They think it's funny because they ain't never been touched. They they don't have a clue, but they're going to be touched, and they are going to have a clue. The day will come as the Bible predicts that a loaf of bread will cost a whole day's wages. Famine will hit the land. And all of these people around here who won't, who won't work a lick now, who, who wouldn't work at a, in a pie factory tasting pies, hallelujah, they heat drugs, sell drugs, then get them to go to work in the morning. When this thing topples and it all falls apart, they're going to start looking. They're going to go on a rampage. You're going to come to my house and they're going to come to your house. The Bible predicts it. A time of trouble, such as in every When the American dollar is no longer... The, the global currency, we will lose all of our bargaining power. And let me tell you, some of you may know it, maybe you've heard it, but there are already some countries who refuse to accept a dollar from American tourists. I've heard... I've read it, and I've seen it on the Internet, and, I, and I've heard people's own testimony that already more and more countries are wanting the euro over the American dollar. Now, here's what's going to get us, folks. This is what's going to get us right here. Our dependency on Arab oil. The oil market has always been bought and paid for through American dollars. But while I am speaking to you, there are private talks going on 
by Arab coalitions are realizing, Brother Darrell, a way to topple our country without having to invade with an army. That if the Arab and the oil-producing countries will stop overnight accepting the American dollar as, as payment for the oil, I'm going to tell you, if, if and when that happens, the world as we know it will change overnight. It will change overnight. And all of America's dreams and aspirations and the American dream will be out the window. And people will run and make havoc in the streets, stealing, murdering, and robbing, getting any way they can. This time of trouble... The chaos of the world is what's going to put in the beast system. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But the glory part, I will not leave you down. And, and I know it's real quiet right here, right now. But if you'll go back to what I read, he said, During this time, thy people shall be delivered. Those whose names are written in the book. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's hope for the church of the living God. There is hope for the blood-washed and the spirit-filled. And all that I can tell you, folks, is you better get in right now and get a part of it while the getting is good. Because things are soon to change. I'm not going to go any further today. I'm going to quit right here. Let's everybody stand together. The ensuing time of trouble. It's right here at our doorstep. It's breathing down our neck. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Daniel also talked about a little further over there. <laughs> he let us know some other things that will be going on. He said, They who know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Hallelujah. They that know their God shall shine and be strong and do exploits. Hallelujah. Folks, we better get in and get as much as we can right now. We don't know when this thing is going to hit. I believe it's already started. I believe, it's, I, I believe the effect's already begun. I don't believe that there's no turning back from it. Hallelujah. We are at the end time. We are at the second coming of Christ and the resurrection. And I want to be ready. I want to be ready. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, there's an old song that just come to my mind. If I can remember, I'm going to sing a little bit. Of Let's worship God. Maybe you want to uh, come and pray and talk to God or whatever. But just for.